and welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast. For those who don't know, I am your host, LDG, a.k.a. Liam Greco, and today we have a very exciting episode on our hands. Before we get into the episode, though, I would like to give a reminder to you all that before you listen to this, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Women's Soccer Podcast and follow us on Apple Podcast. When you click on our podcast, you will see the three dots at the top right of your screen. And if you click on those, it'll give you an option to say follow. So be sure to do that. Thank you so much for your support and let's get into this episode. Okay, so before we start off, why don't I tell you about what we're doing in this episode? Firstly, I'm going to talk about the game that I went to and I met many of you at, um, the game on August 28th, Gotham FC versus Angel City FC. You may be wondering why you're reviewing, re- reviewing it this late. Well, I wanted to give a little bit of time because there's been a lot of amazing surprises that have happened along the way and I'm really grateful for. And we're also going to be having a little bit of a surprise at the end of the episode, which you'll have to watch or listen to to, to see what it is about. Okay, so let's get into the episode. Sunday's match wasn't all about what just happened on the field for me. It was also about what happened off the field. During the pregame, to promote my podcast, I was going around in the parking lot talking to a lot of you all, the fans of the wonderful team Gotham FC. And I had a lot of crazy interactions. I met some super fans of Angel City who um, were incredible fans of their team. One person even had been following Hope Breslin, who's a midfielder, wide midfielder, like almost a winger for them. She can play it forward as well. She'd been following her since high school, and she had a jersey where it was a third of her Hope Breslin high school jersey, a third of a Hope Breslin college jersey, and a third of a Hope Breslin Angel City jersey. So that was really cool. I met a lot of nice fans as well. Um, But the craziest experience was probably the Cloud9 fan club. Those fans really hold it down at Gotham Games, give Gotham the home field advantage that helps propel Gotham in games. But yeah, it was really amazing to meet everyone in Cloud9, including... I want to give a shout out to Natalie Blazo, who's the graphic designer of Cloud9. She was really incredible, and she introduced me to so many incredible people, such as the one and only athletic and athletic reporter and podcaster Meg Linehan. And I would really like to thank her for everything she has done so far. And that was just an incredible moment. But I'm going to go into a little bit more detail about what she's done later in the episode. That's going to be our second segment, just to spoil the beans for you all, is going to be thanking everyone who's helped me so far, which includes all of you. Which And it's really amazing to see how you, uh, this podcast has been propelled forward so much quicker and then I would have expected, and it's like in the mainstream so quickly, and it's all thanks to everyone listening to this episode, so I really appreciate everyone that listens, I want everyone to make sure that they know that, and yeah, I really appreciate every single person who listens to one second of an episode, or every single episode, I appreciate everyone, so... Yeah, yeah. it was um, Gotham FC who started the game with a lot of firepower, with Ifioma Onumonu's near post shot, from a through ball from Christy Mewis, which was saved at the near post by former Gotham FC goalkeeper Didi Haracic. And um, five minutes later, Onumonu 
um, had a pass played in towards her, uh, a little like dink pass from Midge Purse or Margaret Purse. And she had a really good shot, which hit the post. And um, it clearly went over the line. But according to NWSL's referees, it was out for a corner kick. That was one of the most baffling moments I think I've seen in person at a soccer game. Uh, the ball clearly never went out of bounds, so I don't get why the corner kick was given. And the ball was evidently over the line. Um, again, that's a big problem with the NWSL with not having the VAR. That is something that clearly needs to be implemented, but they are doing it, and I do appreciate the work they're putting in. However, we are going to take some hits, as they say, as we're waiting for You know, we're not going to get everything perfect as no human being head which is why we need to the technology as a um sec- third a second pair of eyes as you may say to help make sure that all decisions on the field are right but McCall's or Boney also had a header that deflected off the crossbar so three really good chances for Gotham early but unfortunately for Gotham fans it was Angel City who striked um with Safina McCaskill in the 16th minute, it was an incredible goal from her. She literally had the ball on the left flank. She was dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. She nutmegged McCall's or Boney, and then it was kind of a defensive lapse for Gotham. No players anywhere near Savannah McCaskill as she was just able to almost walk the ball towards the goal and smash it into the top corner. It was nothing that the goalkeeper, Michelle Betos, could have done there, but it was a little bit disappointing to see the lack of defensive coverage after McCall Zerboni got beat. Um, McCaskill had about 10 yards to run into, and it was an easy finish. from. And with a player with the quality of Savannah McCaskill, it's... Uh, it's not a player that you can leave open and expect to miss. You roof that ball into the top left corner. And it was, you know, it just like the, it was something that, you know, Gotham probably could have done a little bit better, although the, the nutmeg was incredible. And even though Gotham should have probably covered, you have to throw your hands up there and just give credit to Savannah McCaskill for an incredible move. The next goal, though, was a little bit iffy on the Gotham defensive slide. Um, Simone Charlie was dribbling on the right flank, literally right in front of me, like maybe five feet in front of me. We were literally the first row right um and 124 which was amazing and she was dribbling right in front of me she cut inside she kept on cutting in on Gotham's defenders all match long she's an incredible player so happy that I got her autograph and she fired a shot on goal the effort was blocked from Gotham but this is something that we've seen all year from them just not amazing clearing their lines. You saw this last night with the goal that was given up. Just a lack of defensive awareness from Gotham as the ball was cleared directly to Fukunaganu last night. And that was just one example of Gotham not clearing their lines, not being clinical defensively. But in the going back to the Angel City match, um, the ball was trying to get cleared out, but it went right to Carrier Caro, who had... One of the easiest finishes of her life, probably. She just was able to pass it into the net. Again, nothing Michelle Betos could have done there. Just a beautiful um, 
just an unlucky, I guess, mistake from Gotham. But that's something I really need to think about. You know, they have the worst goal difference of the league, the least amount of goals scored, the most amount of goals conceded. It's just, there just needs to be, a, I love everyone on the team. And I think we do have enough quality to compete with everyone in the league. But I just think we need a little bit more in these games. I just think the other team is showing more grittiness to get to the ball the loose ball every single time and that is something that's been frustrating and Angel City got another one later in the half as again Claire Emsley did this right in front of me nothing no one could do here she's just an incredible player and you know she was one of the best players in the field it was so obvious when you were watching that game she was just dancing she and Simone Charlie were just dancing on Gotham all game long and it would have been I would have honestly it was a little bit of a blowout already. What would have happened if Simone Char- if Simone Charlie was on the be- on the bench? Like, even though Sydney Larue, Kristen Press, Vanessa Geel, Sarah Gordon weren't playing, arguably for the and obviously Jubilee Earths, they have the rights to her. But you know, she's not really on the roster, so I won't count her in this. But arguably, the five best players that they own the rights to didn't even play, and they still managed to get a very comfortable result against Gotham. Um, Claire Emsley shot one of the best goals I've ever seen. You know, she cut into a weak foot and just, like, shot the ball into the top right corner. Nothing Michelle Betos could have done. The defending there, again, like, you just got to step, but you, there's really nothing you could do when you have a player that good who just shot a ball that far into the top corner. Um, Gotham did do well in general. They got a lot of attacking chances. They created them, which is something we've seen We've had games where they haven't created nearly enough attacking chances, but at least in this game, it was positive in that they created those chances. And even though they couldn't finish one off in the first half, Paige Monahan finished one in the second half. In the 52nd minute, great super sub move from Paige um, Monahan comes into the match for Mitch per- for Margaret Purse and seven minutes in, bang, um, Naho Kawasumi had a cross right to Christy Mewis. Instead of a repeat, though, of the goal from the last game, Christy missed the shot, but it was deflected off of uh, Angel City defender and went right into the path of Paige Monahan, who had a finish from two yards out, toe-poking in its bottom corner. It was a great job from her, and my fan support was incredible in the match. It was very loud. A lot of fans from both sides. Angel City fans were great. The road crowd, you could see Angel City fans were sprinkled throughout the stadium. And, you know, Gotham really tried after that mat, after that goal. Paige Monahan had a volley just over the crossbar as the game went to the latter end of it, but nothing eventually happened on the field during the game did skip one thing that did happen in between those 90 minutes. At halftime, we were featured on the board of Gotham FC, a photo of me in the same studio that I'm recording right now, uh, podcasting and advertised us, and I couldn't be any more grateful to Gotham FC for putting us up there. It was incredible that they did that and were willing to work with us and the um, 15 others that were with us um, as family and friends that joined the game, many of them first-timers. It was incredible, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity, and I'm really um, thankful that Gotham FC was willing to put us up there and help advertise us and, like, 
um, really talk about us and give talk and give us some good seats to have the best experience for a bunch of new potential NWSL fans who had a great time. So again, Gotham didn't get the result on the field that they would have wanted going into the game, but off the field, an incredible game. Everyone had fun. The quality was clearly there. It was just a few steps lacking for Gotham in that match. But um, now I'm going to move on to the thank yous. I already got into this a little bit, but I'd like to thank family and friends. We got we got six. We were 16 strong. People um, in the first and second rows of Section 124. I'm really thankful for everyone who came out and supported Gotham FC. Met all of them except for me and my parents and one other family were first timers. So it was so great to get to see so many new fans getting into the world's most beautiful game. I would also like to thank a bunch of new people who have followed our Instagram recently at the Women's Soccer Podcast. We have increased increased our following by almost 50%, which is incredible. And I thank everyone who has helped us get to our 67 followers. I know that some people listening may not have Instagram, but if you do have it, or even if you don't have it, please tell others about it and help us get our Instagram to 100 followers as we do have a lot of momentum right now. And it would be incredible to see even more support than we already have seen, which is almost impossible because of how much support we do have already lastly i would like to thank my grandparents for the setup that we are using as you may see from our instagram photos which we posted today as you're listening to this um uh, this is my setup at my grandparents house but in the city i'm only using one of these microphones and one of these computers but here i have access to two different microphones, three different computers, a bunch of different monitors. So I really thank them for helping set it up. And it was here where it all started on Memorial Day weekend with all the equipment. But um, I bought one, my, I have my own computer and I bought my own microphone. So in New York City, my setup looks very different, obviously. I have my computer on my desk and my microphone with my notes and stuff. But here it's obviously um, a little bigger in tech with the size of my tech equipment but yet anyway thank you so much for listening and from the bottom of my heart i'd like to thank everyone who supported this podcast on its very short journey so far but i can't wait to see what comes in the head in the future peace out from your host ldg